Family history research, it's mentally and emotionally exhausting, especially when you hit a brick wall. And it's easy to want to call it quits, um, but it's good to walk away for an hour or a day or even a week or a month. Uh, clear your mind and come back to it with fresh eyes. Genealogy is not quick and easy. It's not like the show Who Do You Think You Are where all the answers are found in half an hour or however long that show is. I'm not sure. But um, uh, yes, you know, take breaks and then always come back and don't quit. It's about patience and persistence. Hello and welcome to the Heritage Guru Podcast. I am Sam, I'm your host, and I'm going to help you today researching your family history. So today we got seven tips to help you hurdle those brick walls in researching your family tree. I got into genealogy through my wife, Mary. She is a genealogist and she's a talented one. I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. I know she's talented because she has clients that have come back to her several times for uh, for work, uh, to sending her work so she can uh, find relatives, ancestors. She's also been doing this for many years, and uh, she attends conferences, powwows with other people in the industry. So, uh, and you know, I've seen her, you know, not to brag, but I've seen her celebrate after being able to find ancestors for a client. She writes up reports, and she looks at me, and she'll say, I'm good. She tells me that being a genealogist, it's sort of like being a detective where you have to look for clues. And actually, that's related to one of the tips I was going to talk about in this episode. Genealogy takes time and it takes patience. Anyway, let's get right to it. Uh, seven tips to help you hurdle those brick walls when researching your family history. And by the way, one of the reasons she's not here with me is because she doesn't like uh, she doesn't like attention and she doesn't she didn't want to do this with me. So I am doing it for her. I'm helping her promote herself because she is very good. Um, you know, of course, genealogists, it's not guaranteed that a genealogist will find uh, anyone in your family history. You know, sometimes records get lost and, you know, that's there's nothing you can do there. But, uh, you know, I know she she tries hard and I know she. She tries to uncover every rock to find uh, her clients, to, to try and find ancestors. So, uh, you know, one day I'd like to have her on this podcast. Um, you know, I'm certainly going to take her out when she does. You know, it'll be a nice reward for the both of us. So anyway, uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Number one, keep track of your sources. So, for example, you'll know... You say, say for example, you know your three times great-grandma Harriet's baptismal date. But how did you get that info? Without a source, you won't know how to check sponsors, what church it happened in. So this can be a great resources, resource for finding other names. Finding names in a baptismal record, for example, would be awesome for finding other names and other potential leads. Please, know your source. Number two, check someone else's source. So info from an ancestor that you received from a sibling or a cousin, they may have just a transcription and not the actual record or document. A transcription is uh, someone, say for instance, a person that uh, uh, a volunteer or uh, someone that may have copied the from the actual record, and they copy that info wrong. They copy that info wrong, 
or maybe they missed some information. So you need to get the actual records so that you know exactly what you're dealing with. You know you have proof that this is your actual ancestor. Number three, use primary and secondary sources whenever possible. So if you have a transcription, try to find the actual record because if you're using a compiled family history, try to find the actual sources they used. And the reason for this is that more times, the more times information is copied, the further away you get from the actual primary and secondary information. So there's more chance for errors to be made and passed along. So it's like that game of telephone where one person said, whispers something into somebody else's, somebody else's ear and then they pass along to someone else and so on and so forth. You know, the information gets garbled. And so, you know, that's an important reason to find the actual source. Number four, learn a new language. So it doesn't sound fun, but, you know, you don't have to become fluent in German, for example. So whatever countries your family originated in, whatever languages they spoke, learn to recognize important genealogical words in that language. So, for instance, words like born, baptized, married, died, buried, parents, godparents, from, where they lived, etc. So learning these important keywords in that language will help you tremendously. Um, it might not give you, you might not know all the details of an entry, but if you're looking through an 18th century German church book, I guarantee it'll be in German. And if you know these keywords, they'll absolutely begin to pop out at you. So you'll be able to take advantage of what might be an invaluable family record. And this ties into tip number five. Number five, keep a cheat sheet handy. Keep a list of those keywords nearby. So know that the region you're researching may have used a different alphabet than you're used to. Keep a cheat sheet of those letters and symbols too. So my wife Mary does a ton of German heritage research and they use about four different standard alphabets depending on the place and time period. So her cheat sheet is always right next to her at her laptop. Number six, look at other branches of your family tree. It can be tempting to focus on our direct lines, but following sibling branches is extremely helpful in connecting to cousins closer distant which can be rewarding discoveries, but which can yield a wealth of family history information that you might never have known about, but got passed down to them. So, great-grandma Harriet, you might want to look at her sister or her brother, and you may find some information there that you might not have known. So if you've been hitting brick walls, sometimes the information you're looking for, a birthplace, a parent's name, that's missing on your direct ancestors' documents, it can be found in the documents for one of their siblings, effectively opening up that dead end. Number seven, take breaks. Family history research, it's mentally and emotionally exhausting, especially when you hit a brick wall and it's easy to want to call it quits, um, but it's good to walk away for an hour or a day or even a week or a month. Uh, clear your mind and come back to it with fresh eyes. Genealogy is not quick and easy. It's not like the show Who Do You Think You Are where all the answers are found in half an hour or however long that show is, I'm not sure. But um, uh, yes, you know, take breaks and then always come back and don't quit. It's about patience and persistence. So anyway, on a personal note, um, I started this podcast, like I mentioned, because I wanted to help uh, Mary promote her business. 
I'm actually, we've been at home all week with the kids. Uh, we have young kids. Our daughter's seven and our son is four. And we've been at home all week because of the, right now we're, we're going through the coronavirus pandemic. So it's been challenging. They've been saying, you know, uh, social distancing. Uh, we've been trying to keep in line with that and not go out. A lot of things have been canceled anyway. A lot of, a lot of stores have closed, restaurants. So um, it's been a challenging time. The kids fight all the time. <laughs> not all the time, but you know what I mean. They've, they fight frequently. It's, I guess, uh, one of the benefits, if you can say this is a benefit of this coronavirus um, scare, is that uh, it got me wanting to start podcasting. And uh, anyway, I hope your family is okay and safe. And if you have any questions, just uh, you can always contact us. Uh, you can have Mary take a look at your family tree if you want. She'd be happy to do that. You can contact us on heritageguru.com. Uh, and if you uh, like this, if you got something, if you got some value from this podcast, just uh, please let me know this episode. Uh, please share, comment, and subscribe. And thanks for listening.